The LA Kings released their roster for the upcoming rookie faceoff in San Jose. Who's going to be taking part and what players should we be focusing on? We'll discuss that. Plus, we have another edition of Name That King. I think this one's going to be a challenge for you. And we have a rival report. Not good news for the Kings as a team that I think they're going to be battling with for a playoff spot this year. Help themselves out now and in the future. All that coming up on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. Uh, I had asked to try and get up to 500 subscribers not long ago. We're now at 546 and growing, and uh, I have issued a challenge to you guys out there. Let's try and get that to 600 subscribers by the end of the month. I am Eddie Garcia, your host for Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years. For the past 20 plus years, I've been at the Fox Sports Radio Network, where I'm a co-host, sidekick reporter, and NHL insider. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for the past 30 years. We are eight days away from the 2022 rookie face-off in San Jose. Much, much more on this coming up in just a moment. Uh, training camp opens in 13 days. We are 20 days away from the preseason opener for the LA Kings against the Sharks. That's September 28th. And 33 days away, about a month away, from the LA Kings season opener, October 11th, against the Vegas Golden Knights. The season is fast approaching, and we are very excited for the upcoming season. One of the things we had uh, last month was the Kings development camp. Uh, Now we kind of have the second step in getting towards the start of the regular season, and that is the rookie face-off coming up, as I mentioned, in just eight days in San Jose. After that, we'll have training camp. After that, we have the preseason. After that, we have the regular season. So the steps are uh, are in the process of uh, taking place for the LA Kings to shape their current roster, shape their AHL roster, and uh, proceed for the upcoming season for not only the LA Kings, but the Ontario Reign as well, who we've been talking about a bit on recent shows. Uh, So again, the Kings today named their roster for the 2022 rookie faceoff. This is taking part September 16th through the 19th in San Jose at their brand new practice facility. There will be 28 players on the roster for the Kings, 17 forwards, nine defensemen, and two goaltenders uh, leading the Kings contingent are a trio of players that do have some NHL experience, including forwards Quinton Byfield and Alex Turcott, as well as defenseman Jordan Spence. Defenseman Brant Clark is on the team as well, uh, making him the third first-round pick uh, for the LA Kings that will be taking part in this event, joining Byfield and Turcott. Uh, two members from the Kings' 2022 NHL draft class will be participating in this event as well. They are defenseman Angus Booth, fourth-round pick from this past year, and forward Caleb Lawrence, a seventh-round pick. For the Kings, 14 skaters uh, for the Kings roster in this rookie uh, faceoff will be players who have had experience uh, with the Ontario Reign at the AHL level. They include forwards Samuel Hellenius, Brent Kemp, Andre Lee, Tyler Madden, Akil Thomas, Taylor Ward, along with defenseman Helga Granz, Tyler Inamoto, uh, Kim Nosiainen, 
Uh, and there are two players that are taking part in this uh, event for the LA Kings that have not seen any NHL or AHL action yet. Uh, they are forwards Francesco Pinelli, second round pick in 2021, and Martin Kromiak, fifth round pick in 2020. The two goaltenders are David Rennick and Jacob Ingram. So that is the roster for the LA Kings for the 2022 rookie faceoff in San Jose. Uh, this is an annual four-day event where six NHL clubs uh, send their some of their top prospects to compete against one another. Uh, in addition to the Kings, there'll be three other teams from the Pacific Division, the Ducks, the Sharks, and the Golden Knights, and two teams from the Central Division, the Avalanche and the Coyotes. The tournament will consist of nine games with each team playing three times. Uh, the Kings open up against the Avalanche Friday, September 16th. That's at 2 p.m. Uh, San Jose time. They play Saturday the 17th against Vegas at 2 p.m. And then Monday the 19th against the Sharks. Uh, that will be at 3 p.m. If in case maybe you are thinking about heading up to San Jose to, to watch this. Tickets are, uh, are available uh, to the public. So um, looking at the Kings roster for this event, uh, I think we should all be really excited to see that Alex Turcott is taking part in this event. He is scheduled to take part in this event. As you likely know, he is coming off two concussions last season. He failed his physical and couldn't participate in the Kings development camp last month. So to see him in this event is a great sign that the Kings feel he's ready to get back on the ice and obviously participate uh, in contact and in game action. Uh, let's all keep our fingers crossed. He makes it through this tournament healthy and feels good afterwards. Obviously, concussions can be very tricky. Um, I, personally, I don't even really care how he performs necessarily. Of, of course, we want him to play well. But to me, it's just a positive sign that he's going to be on the ice, apparently, that he's going to be participating. And then after exerting himself, how does he feel after this tournament? If he gets through this uh, without any other issues, uh, and feels good afterwards, that is a very positive sign for Alex Turcotte. So I'm, I'm very excited to see that he is on this list. I wasn't sure if he would be or not because of what happened with the development camp, but great sign that Alex Turcotte is on this list, that he is going to be participating in this event, and hopefully, again, he gets through it unscathed, uh, plays well, uh, but more importantly, has no issues uh, as far as how he's feeling during or after the tournament. So that's going to be something we're definitely going to keep an eye on. Very excited to see Alex Turcotte is taking part in this event. Uh, also very excited to see what Martin Kromiak can do. Uh, you've probably heard his name as a rising star in the Kings organization, coming off his 44-goal, 86-point performance last season in the Ontario Hockey League. Uh, he did not take part in the Kings development camp, and due to an illness, he missed out on the World Junior Championships playing for his native Slovakia. Uh, coming off this illness where he reportedly had lost 15 pounds, he may not be uh, in hockey shape yet um, because I don't think he's been doing too much skating, um, just trying to recover from that issue that he had. But the fact that he is going to participate in this tournament uh, is encouraging uh, and very excited to see how he performs uh, against this type of competition and to see how he uh, fits in with some guys that he's likely going to be playing with uh, in the AHL this year for the Ontario Reign. So again, Martin Kromiak is a guy that you've probably heard buzz around because of this amazing breakout season he had last year. Um, so let's see what he can do now playing uh, with guys who have AHL and some NHL experience. So looking forward to seeing what Martin Kromiak will be able to do as well. Interesting to see Quinton Byfield on this list. And I think it's because maybe we feel like he's not a rookie anymore, but the fact is he's only played 46 NHL games. So he is still a player 
that does need experience. And I think the Kings know how big of a, a season this is for Quentin Byfield to, to start to uh, uh, live up to the hype of being the number two overall pick in 2020. I think they want him to hit the ground running this regular season and build off a bit of his uh, experience he had last year, which was, I think, I think we can all say safely, it was a little bit of a disappointment. Uh, just five goals and five assists in 40 games. We certainly expect more from him. Yes, we know about the ankle injury, um, but uh, you know, Byfield looked good at the development camp last month. Uh, hopefully, he can carry that forward into this rookie tournament, into training camp, and then into the preseason, and of course, into the regular season. I think we all feel like this is going to be uh, a big season one way or another for Quentin Byfield. Uh, we, I think we all expect to see a fairly significant step forward this season for Quentin Byfield. No excuses. Uh, he's got some NHL experience under his feet, so he knows what to expect. Hopefully stays healthy, and that's not going to be an issue as well. And again, like I said, just kind of to continue to progress from where he was. Like I said, he looked good at the development camp. Hopefully he looks good at this rookie tournament. Then he looks good in training camp and just carries it forward into the NHL. So Quentin Byfield, another player to watch for the LA Kings at this uh, rookie tournament. Uh, also defenseman Brant Clark, the eighth overall pick in 2021, another player that has had a ton of hype surrounding him. Uh, and, and we are told he has a chance of making the LA Kings roster this season. How much of a chance? What percentage is it at? I've heard some people say it's 50-50. I think it obviously depends on how he performs. Uh, with the LA Kings, he was at the development camp and looked solid. So now he's taking part in this rookie tournament. He'll take part in training camp. And then the Kings have a nine game audition for him at the NHL level before they have to make a determination if they're going to keep him in the NHL or send him back to his junior team. We talked about this briefly on a recent show because of Brant Clark's age, he cannot be assigned to the AHL and the Ontario reign. So it's either back to juniors in the OHL with the Barry Colts, or it's with the LA Kings. Um, again, 19 years old, very talented offensive defenseman, and how he performs in this tournament, how he performs going forward in training camp. And again, there is a there is a window for the LA Kings to give him a taste of NHL uh, experience and see how he how he deals with it, and then they'll make that determination whether they will send him back to juniors or keep him on the NHL roster. I'm I'm leaning towards they will send him back to juniors, but again. Uh, if he uh, if he performs well uh, and shows he's ready, um, maybe earlier than some people expected, then we could see Brant Clark at the NHL level because of the circumstances. I think if the Kings had their had their way, they'd love to send him to the AHL and let him get experience there, see how he performs against men uh, and professionals. But that's not his circumstance. That's not his situation. So it's either the NHL or the OHL for Brant Clark and uh, another guy that we definitely are going to be keeping an eye on to see how he. Uh, performs and progresses uh, at this uh, rookie tournament in San Jose. All in all, uh, really excited uh, for this tournament to get a glimpse of some of the LA Kings prospects in action against other top young players from other teams uh, as we continue to count down towards the NHL season. So uh, very excited about this rookie event. Um, I did mention on a recent episode, I reached out to Ontario Reign play-by-play man Josh Schaefer to have him on as a guest. Uh, we originally had scheduled to have him on next week, but uh, I, I found out that he's actually going to be uh, in attendance at this rookie uh, uh, tournament. Uh, so I think it makes more sense to have him on after the tournament to get his thoughts on what he saw in San Jose with some of the Kings top prospects. So I think uh, I still have to touch base with him on that, but I think we're going to push that interview back if it works into his schedule 
after the tournament rather than before to uh, get his uh, his uh, impression and report on what happened and what went down at that tournament. I don't think I have not heard anything as far as this tournament being available to watch uh, streaming online or anything like that. So I don't know that that's available. If if I do find out, um, I will certainly post it on our Twitter account and mention it on the show as well. Um, but uh, again, excited for this this rookie event in San Jose and uh, to see some of these Kings prospects in action and hopefully taking their first steps towards successful seasons, whether it's at the AHL level or the NHL level or at the junior level. Hey, we have another edition coming up in just a second of Name That King, a feature that we have pretty much every week here on Locked on LA Kings. But first, if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And there are new flavors, Cookie Dough Crunch Puffs. It has a light and chewy texture with real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes great and is good for you. Uh, You're going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs. Puffs. It is the perfect protein bar that tastes better than a candy bar. A ditch of the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a built bar. Go to built.com. Use promo code locked on 15 and get yourself 15% off of your order. Again, that is built.com. Use the promo code locked on 15. All right, time for another edition of Name That King. Uh, we've done one of these every week since I have taken over the show. Um, if you are a uh, longtime LA Kings fan and you feel like you're a hardcore LA Kings fan, you should probably be pretty good at figuring out who these players are. And, uh, if you do congratulations for you, I don't have an, I don't have a prize to give you, but uh, pat yourself on the back. If, uh, if you can figure out who this King is that I'm going to describe to you and then give the name at the end. Uh, if you don't know who this is, consider that you've learned something today about uh, a former LA Kings player. All right, here we go. It is time to play. Name that king. Uh, This former king was born in Amherstburg, Ontario on February 7th, 1984. Uh, He played four years of Ivy League hockey at Princeton before being signed as an undrafted player by the LA Kings in 2007. After a few seasons with the Manchester Monarchs in the AHL, this uh, former king earned a roster spot for the Kings for the 2010-2011 season. Uh, In his first season with the Kings, he was second on the team with 105 penalty minutes. And even though he only played in 25 games the following season and no playoff games for the LA Kings, the team voted to have his name etched on the Stanley Cup on the team's first ever, as part of the team's first ever Stanley Cup championship team. After brief stints with the Hurricanes and Flames, uh, this former King retired in 2015 He finished his career with only seven goals and nine assists, but he did have 266 penalty minutes. He was one of those LA Kings who was not afraid to drop the gloves to try and change the momentum in a game or stick up for a teammate. Uh, He is the son-in-law of Hall of Famer and former Super Bowl winning head coach Bill Cower of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He married Bill Cower's daughter. For the past six years, this former King has worked for the NHL and he is currently the league's vice president of hockey development and strategic collaboration. And it's quite the title on the business card. All right. Did you guess who is this king? Can can you name this king? All right. The fact that he was a enforcer should be a clue. The fact that he went to Princeton, 
I think should be a clue. The fact that his name is on the Stanley Cup should certainly be a clue. And maybe the trivia of him marrying the daughter of Pittsburgh Steelers Hall of Fame head coach Bill Cowher is a good clue as well. The answer to this week's Name That King is Kevin Westgarth. And uh, as I understand it, he was at the uh, LA Kings 10-year anniversary reunion this past month. Uh, here in Southern California, where they had the 10-year reunion of the LA Kings Stanley Cup winning team. Uh, I did reach out to the LA Kings to ask them, are they doing anything officially this season uh, as far as commemorating the 10-year anniversary of the LA Kings winning the Stanley Cup? And and apparently the answer is no. Um, And I get that uh, as far as a reunion during the season, that can't be possible because you have several members of that team still playing for other teams in the NHL. Uh, And you've got other people from that team uh, with other jobs in hockey. So something during the season is difficult uh, to pull off. I get that, but I still think there should be something during the season at various times to commemorate the 10 year anniversary of the LA Kings Stanley cup winner Um, friend of the show, Martin in Las Vegas uh, sent me a message on Twitter and apparently uh, Willie Mitchell, who was a defenseman on that Stanley cup winning team posted on his Instagram account Uh, several pictures and videos of that reunion event up uh, here at uh, Terranea, just down the road from me uh, here in the uh, Palos Verdes area. Um, And so I reached out to Willie Mitchell on Instagram. I sent him a message. I don't expect to hear back from him, frankly, but you never know. Uh, And we're going to try maybe Kevin Westgarth, frankly, is a guy that we can get on the show. I, I would love to get at least one, if not several members of that first ever Stanley Cup winning team for the LA Kings in 2012 to give them uh, time to uh, share with us their memories of that recent event. Uh, And of course, memories of being the first ever LA Kings team to win the Stanley Cup. So maybe the LA Kings as an organization aren't doing anything during the season to commemorate it, but we here on Locked on LA Kings are going to do our best to try and and commemorate that. Uh, There are some other players I know on that team that are on social media. They're on Instagram. They're on Twitter. I'm going to reach out to them and see what happens, and uh, I will quote the great Wayne Gretzky to say, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. So we're taking our shot at trying to get some of these guys from that team on here for some interviews, and we will see how that works out. Hey, uh, coming up, we have a quick rival report. Uh, It's not great news for the LA Kings, frankly, because it's good news for one of their division opponents. Uh, But I do want to remind you that the Locked On NHL podcast has you covered for all your league-wide NHL talk with a rotating cast of local hosts from the Locked On NHL channels, breaking down the biggest stories in hockey five days a week. Subscribe for free on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. So I have no doubt that they have talked on Locked On NHL and probably Locked On Canucks as well about the signing of JT Miller by the Vancouver Canucks. He gets a seven-year, $56 million contract that starts after this season. He's going to make $8 million per year through the 2029-2030 season. The 29-year-old Miller was Vancouver's leading scorer last season with 99 points. He had 32 goals and 67 assists in 80 games. He was slated to become an unrestricted free agent at the end of this season. So this was the biggest, if, if you uh, heard our interview with Justin Pogge, uh, the host of Locked on Canucks, uh, you heard us talk about the biggest issue facing the Vancouver Canucks was the uncertain future of JT Miller. He was going into the season as a UFA 
and the Canucks were going to have to make a determination at some point if they couldn't sign him to an extension, would they trade him at the deadline to try and get something in return? They couldn't lose their leading scorer for nothing and let him just walk away at the end of the season. Uh, But unfortunately for the Kings and all the other teams in the Pacific Division, the Canucks and JT Miller do come to an agreement. So the Canucks uh, leading scorer from a season ago is going to be uh, staying in Vancouver for the next seven seasons uh, after this coming season. So I, I personally think the Canucks are going to be a team the Kings are going to contend with for a playoff spot for this upcoming season. So I was hoping that this could be a distraction for them. Uh, I was hoping that they would have to trade JT Miller late in the year, uh, which would hurt them certainly in the now. Um, but like I said, unfortunately, that did not happen. JT Miller signing long-term with the Vancouver Canucks. So their leading score is back for another season and beyond for a team that, again, I think is going to be in competition for the Kings for that third spot or a wild card spot in the Western Conference and the Pacific Division. Hey, to keep up to date on what's going on with the LA Kings, as far as this show goes, uh, we would like you to follow us on Twitter. We are at Locked on LA Kings. Don't forget that coming up on tomorrow's show, on Friday's show, it is a Friday feedback show, which means that we will be reading and answering your emails. There is still time to get your questions, your comments into me. Uh, the email address is locked on Eddie at gmail.com, E D D I E, locked on Eddie at gmail.com. Looking forward to reading and answering your questions on. Friday's show. Hey, I want to thank you for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. And I want to invite you to make your second listen, Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast of all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. Again, my name is Eddie Garcia. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Locked On LA Kings. Stay cool out there uh, here in Southern California. My air conditioning is out and uh it is not fun. So uh, hopefully watching uh, and, and hearing about some hockey might cool me off a little bit. But uh, as, we, uh, as we close out this show, as always, we say goodbye and go Kings go.